slideshow, I would pick the class. However, if you want to do both, then that's fine. Indriyani mano bodhir Indriyani mano bodhir Asya dhishtana ucchate Asya dhishtana ucchate Etar vimoha yatesha Yanam avitadehinam, Yanam avitadehinam, Indriyani mano bodhir, Indriyana mano bodhir, Asya dhishtadamat uchate, Asya dhishtadamat uchate, Etar vimoha yatesha, Yanam avitadehinam, Yanam avitadehinam, through them lust covers the real knowledge of the living entity and bewilders him.
to report. The enemy has captured different strategic positions in the body of the conditioned soul. And therefore Lord Krishna is giving hints of those places, so that one who wants to conquer the enemy may know how, where he can be found. That's very important information. Mind is the center of all the activities of the senses. And thus when we hear about sense objects, the mind generally becomes the reservoir of all ideas of sense gratification. And as a result, the mind and the senses become the repositories of love. We're taking? Here and there. Next, the intelligence department becomes the capital of such lustful propensities. Intelligence is the immediate next-door neighbor of the spirit soul. Lusty intelligence influences the spirit soul to acquire the false ego and identify itself with matter and thus the mind and the senses. The spirit soul becomes addicted to enjoying the material senses and mistakes this as true happiness. This false identification of the spirit soul is very nicely explained in the Srimad Bhagavatam 10.84.13. Yasyatma bodhi kunabhe tridatuke swadi kalachad vishobhoma inchadi yathirta bodhi salile nakarhichit Translation, a human being who identifies this body made of three elements with itself, who considers the byproducts of the body to be his kinsmen, and who considers the land of birth worshipable, and who goes to the place of pilgrimage simply to take a bath rather than meet men of transcendental knowledge there is to be considered like an ass or a cow. Thus ends. <laughs> Just reading it out. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta Swami translation purport to text 3, cha excuse me, chapter 3, text 40. Uh, in verse 37, Krishna explains, answers a question. So Arjuna asks this question, By what is one impelled to sinful acts, even unwillingly, as if engaged by force? Anybody here ever was forced to do something they didn't want to do? Just like their nature kind of is took over and you did something later, you regretted, why did I do a stupid thing? Everybody, any, ever, that ever happened to anybody here? Yeah. A few people. <laughs> Many times. So, when Krishna answers, so what is this, what is this, you know, enemy? He says, uh, it is lust only, Arjuna, which is born of contact with the material mode of passion and later transformed into wrath, and which is the all-devouring sinful enemy of this world. 
explain this. Fire is covered by smoke as the mirror is covered by dust or as the embryo is covered by the womb. The living entity is similarly covered by different degrees of this lust. How much one is covered by material desire is different degrees. Thus the wise living entity's pure consciousness becomes covered by his eternal enemy in the form of lust, which is never satisfied and which burns like <coughs> fire. The senses, the mind, and the intelligence are the sitting places of this lust. Through them, lust covers the real knowledge of the living entity and the old wisdom. The next verse is, in the very beginning, curb this great symbol of sin, lust, by regulating the senses and slay the destroyer of knowledge and self-realization. This is the enemy of the self. What's keeping us in the material world? What forces us to take birth again and again? Here Krishna tells us the enemy that's putting us into this illusion is our uncontrolled material desire, known as lust. Will we identify in this purport for those this beautiful way the Prabhupada says it? The spirit soul becomes addicted to enjoying the material senses and mistakes this as true happiness. Lusty intelligence influences the spirit soul to acquire the false ego and identify itself with matter and thus with the mind and senses. So we get identify ourselves with this body and the senses and the mind. The intelligence is facilitating this whole thing. So if we can handle the intelligence, the mind and the senses, these three things, these are the three sitting places of this lust. Yesterday there was a drama at the uh, Rathyatra in uh, Birmingham. And the drama was, there were three actors, these three, I don't know how many more, but one guy had on his t-shirt, me. Another one had the mind. Another one had the The intelligence, I think. So, here he's, uh, or the senses up here, because the mind was in the room. No, mind was there, but then the senses are intelligence. But uh, he was finding out that uh, his mind and senses were in control, even though the self is the owner of the body and the mind. When they kidnap us because of this uh, lust and they take control, so the spirit soul is just uh, like a 
as if you kidnap somebody and then put them under some kind of uh, drug. We don't know really what's going on, they're intoxicated or something. So the spirit soul gets illusioned and just identifies that this is uh, me. Or actually it is not at all. Anything to do with matter. They acquire false ego and identify with matter, itself with matter. This is the illusion. So if you want to get control of the mind and senses, then the secret is to engage them in Krishna's service. This way of regulating them is uh, to engage them. You can't just stop, it's like almost, I mean, they can, I mean, that's what some yogis do, is they just stop everything and go and meditate on some cave. But for most people, that's quite an impossible alternative. To go into some secluded place and just sit down and meditate, trying to stop all the activities of the mind and through the yoga, Astanga yoga system to see in between the thoughts and realize the soul. It may take many births to do that, even under ideal circumstances. So bhakti yoga instead means that we we go with the flow of our senses, but instead we engage them in Krishna's service. They want to eat, so eat prasadam. We want to see something, see the beautiful uh, deities decorated by the loving pujaris. Smell the flower offered to Krishna. Here. Pass it on. I was at the Woodstock Festival and there was 400,000 young people. Talk about people under the control of the senses of the mind. This is really awesome. Trying to give a lecture to them, especially about 10 o'clock at night. It was really tough. <laughs> One time they asked me to give a lecture and it was very unsuccessful. Then I realized they had to engage their senses. So the next two lectures I was more successful. One I had a whole kirtan lecture, I was chanting and talking and chanting and I had, you know, about 15 girls behind me uh, doing uh, <laughs> movements and I had uh, uh, support the keyboard and the hujanga so then they could uh, focus because there was a lot of things going on for the senses but then one time I was giving I gave a talk and I explained how this is a sensual process we use our senses in Krishna's service that's the way bhakti yoga works so that's how we regulate them, we use them in Krishna's service. And then the, and this is like putting the fire out on the, on the lust by engaging Krishna's service and gradually the senses start to cool down, the mind cools down, everything gets under control. We just try to stop. Cold, it, it's a little difficult. 
Maybe temporarily someone can do, but it's like holding your breath, how long can you hold? And pretty soon it's going to blow out. So the Prabhupada explains to an enemy has captured strategic positions. Mind, intelligence, and senses. First thing is to kind of, is have, bring the intelligence on our side. I was talking this morning, there was a girl in uh, Birmingham. I came to actually from Birmingham, and they were captured it. And uh, so she asked, so why is it, you know, what if you just feel like you're doing everything out of a sense of doing it? You really, you know, you really want to enjoy it. But you're just like forced, you know, you're forcing yourself out of a sense of doing it because you know it's the right thing. So I was explaining that. <clears throat> What you're saying is just not you talking. It's your mind talking. You the you the soul the closest thing to the soul is intelligence. So the intelligence has already understood this is what I should do. But you're still seeing yourself from the viewpoint of the mind. Therefore, from the mind's point of view, which is still identified with the senses thinking I'd like to enjoy my senses, you know. And so there's this struggle going on between the mind and the intelligence. So what you have to do is put ourselves in the identity of the self. And the thoughts of our intelligence, we identify that from the point of view of the self, of the spirit soul. And then when the mind thinks, I want to do this or that, which if we don't want to do those things, then we have to come smash the mind and engage the mind in some activities that we know are good for the mind. Engage the senses in some activities which are good, just like self. The boy is here, they're making beautiful flower garlands, engaging their senses and their mind, designing a new garland for the Lord. This is a transcendental activity. It's performed even by the gopis in the spiritual world. And you know that. Yes? You don't think they what do you think makes the garlands for Krishna? You don't buy it from the store. The gopis are there making the garlands. See here? Everyone's like garlands. And, and Krishna Chaitanya Chaitanya what Chaitanya is out there watching the gopis collect flowers and he's helping them. That's one of the big activities, bring out the best flowers. Says uh, Champaka Lota has a special garden of Champaka flowers. She hid it away in Navadik Dam, so no one else would find But mystically, she go every day and bring you the best flowers, bring over to Vrindavan, have a made in the gardens by her Manjaris and give to Krishna. Anyway. However you engage your senses in Krishna's service, there's something you have to do with the senses, so you keep them busy. We're thinking we're made, uh, we are this body, that's the whole problem. We have to understand that this body is a machine. We're not the body. We're a living force that's in the body. 
And uh, we are the proprietor of the body. Actually, Krishna is the ultimate proprietor, but we're the, supposed to control this body. We're responsible for whatever the body does. But instead of us controlling it, it's being taken over by the enemy, by this lust. And lust is just taking us from one place to the next, and we're just totally captive. <coughs> so Krishna's saying, fight it. Right from the beginning. We declare war on lust. Lust means doing things just because uh, our senses want it. Everything we do should be for some higher purpose, should be because, you know, we want to do it. We should not just do things because, you know, it feels good, so you do it. It may feel good. It doesn't feel good to die, it means. <clears throat> so, to uh, control the senses, we have to have some engagement for them. And that's where the devotional service comes in. That if we engage our senses in Krishna's service, like you're having a Rathyatra in a few days next week, and that gives an opportunity for our devotees to do all kinds of service. Right? Decorating the Rathkar. Sure, already some of the line of service of getting all the permissions and things. Setting up the stalls, doing the daily worship, carrying the water, doing kirtan in front, pulling the lap. What else? Cooking. Cooking, right? Okay, main service. Cooking for the Lord and for the prasad distribution. Organizing the podium, uh, all the you know, plays and okay, the drums. Bhaktivedanta cultural events, plays, uh, and uh, the management of this whole thing, and then uh, talking to people when they come there, distributing the prasadam, serving out the prasadam, distributing books, receiving donations, all kinds of services. So this is a big yajna to do a Rathyantra. And this way, here's an opportunity to do some people that come out and they just get so fired up to do service for the Rathyantra that we don't see them a lot afterwards. We want to, everybody should uh, taste the nectar. Actually, when you engage in Krishna's service, you get a spiritual happiness which you can't get anywhere else. Just like one day Lord Chaitanya showed up in the room of Sarvabhavanacharya, he was sleeping. Late, he slipped through Mangalarti, so everybody popped in his room and he just sat up. And there was a whole group of 10, 15 people in the room, you know, Lord Chaitanya and other associates, or 10 or 5, I don't know, maybe I'll leave it. So, Hare Krishna, pain is the basis. So, Lord Chaitanya, look at we didn't see a Mangalarti, so we thought maybe something happened here, some Mahaprasad from Lord Chaitanya. We handed them some cashews. So what to do? So he ate them. Then Lord Chaitanya gave cashews to all the other devotees. But then Lord Chaitanya said that Sarvabhavacharya, you're a smart Brahmin, you're a very conservative priest. 
you know that according to the smarter rules, you have to bathe before you eat. We just got you right in bed. I set you up, I gave you these cashews, you didn't even brush your teeth. You ate them. So isn't this breaking the rules of hygienity? And then Sarabhamabhacharya replied and he quoted a verse in Sanskrit and says, when you get Jagannath Prasad, it's transcendental. Time, place, circumstance, any kind of rules and regulations don't count. Whether you're bathed, unbathed, clean, unclean, whatever it is, if you get Prasad, you just take it and serve it. <coughs> and Lord Chaitanya was very happy. He said, I was just testing you. You passed the test. Then he gave everyone the cashews without having a little cashew of nectar. He looked worried for a while. <laughs> and then he said, what do you think of this? And I said, it's fantastic and it's great. I said, well, we've all had a cashew before. We've never said nut, you know, what's the big deal? You know, just an ordinary nut. But this is something special. When eating this prasada of Jagannath, you feel something different, you feel special. The taste is something extraordinary. So because it was offered to Krishna and Krishna tasted it, the nectar of Krishna's lips has penetrated the food. You're actually tasting the nectar of Krishna's lips. That's why, even though visibly it looks just like an ordinary cashew, but it does something special. I had some really rich people in my airport home. We served them some simple prasad kitchri and, and they said, you know, I mean, if I wanted to cook a kitchri, I could cook a kitchri, I could put raisins in it, I could peanuts, I could put anything I want, I could put, you know, gold in it, but it wouldn't taste like this. What is your secret? How is it that you make the prasadam taste so great? Because it's offered to the Lord. And the Lord tasted it. It just has some special feature that you cannot materially describe. It's not the sum total of all the elements. It's something transcendental. So like that, in our material activities, everything is just dull matter. So it doesn't enliven the soul. When you add Krishna to it, then it has some transcendental feature which is somehow satisfying to the self. So what should normally for people to get that kind of taste, they have to be very uh, great saints. But Lord Chaitanya gives to that taste very easily, very quickly, through the chanting of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. And through that devotional service. So we need to make a kind of a categorical decision that am I going to act on the platform of the embodied soul or am I going to just act in the form of illusion? Because the Samasadi says that I'm just going to act on the illusion and 
there's no use in really talking to them because you can talk, but it's like somebody who's awake and they're pretending they're asleep. It's hard to wake them up. They've already decided that I don't want spiritual life. I know what it is, I don't want it. I just, it's easy. I just want to go with my... Then you have to wait until they get kicked around enough and change their mind, okay, shut up. <laughs> Eventually, you know, it's a, it's a personal decision everybody makes. And somebody decides that I want to actually experience what is transcendental, paramananda, supreme happiness. And to do that, I mean, so I have to, I have to get my senses and mind under control. Not that you know you don't totally stop the sensual activity. Rather, they're going on, but it's just downhill. In Krishna's service, is regulated. Krishna harasya, Krishna viharasya. Says <coughs> moderate eating and moderate recreation. The recreation is there. How can you live without recreation? But it's all in some moderate. So our recreation is the Rathyantra festivals, Harinams, and there's so many other kinds of we have spiritual recreation. Some people get, in some religions, like, I, I ban music, right? It's like music in some religions considered maya, where we use music, we use music and song and dance. Some people say, how do you have so much fun doing spiritual things? You know? <laughs> it's like spiritual things when you have to like whip yourself, you know, cause blood. But some people do that in big processions, they go and they whip themselves. Wear thorns around their head. It's not our <laughs> procedure. We suffer, we already suffered in this material world. Now Lord Chaitanya wants us to be happy. He said, I went out, he said he'd be extremely pleased when he sees people rolling on the ground in ecstasy, crying in ecstasy, laughing in ecstasy. This is what he, what he wants to see the people overwhelmed with bliss. Now, how many approve of Lord Chaitanya's program? We have here, we took some water. <laughs> <laughs> Do you approve of what she tell his program? Of everybody happy. He's always happy. This gentleman, does he approve? Yeah. I can't find him. Is he in English? Dutch. Do we have some translation? Mm -hmm. Oh, I understand. But, but it is a bad listener. You need a translator? He said he can understand, but. No, no, not really, but uh, it was a little bit uh, uh, not uh, to the point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody bring down my computer main and my projector and I'll just start from that side. Meanwhile, we can have a few questions. Yeah, we know that the first soul comes from the spiritual world originally. But it's not possible that 
the soul is uh, sort of eternally connected for a long time and so that's the position then it becomes awakened and then he gets the choice for either serving Krishna and then or serving man and then he comes to either the material world or spiritual world. We start to take hypothetical scenarios and then think of them as like no limit to what we can do, but uh, we know uh, that, uh, that one's the computer thing, yeah, this is the briefcase. We need a little table. Is this the table before we use last time? Where do we, where do we where, what's the wall we use? We use that wall. The end, this corner part here. No, no, no. This where, where let it go open on this. You take the painting away? You didn't do it once in the Only now, yeah, there's no... Now it's painted. Now it's painted, yeah. 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 So now, now this side, this side here where this, uh, the drum is strapping down the rest. We get a choice whether to be in the material or spiritual world. What is how long we're in Krishna or how and which form we're in Krishna or when we get this choice. It's all an eternal time. It's not in the material time, like whether it's a beginning or end. Some of the souls that are here, the Brahma Jyoti, they're coming down all the time. They get a choice, when they are taking the material choice, they don't know about spiritual. So, so there's different. I was reading that they only, they only, they always make the material choice. That was 99 and 9%. That's what I said. I don't care the percentage, but I said usually. Yeah. They don't have that option. They don't know about spiritual alternatives. Patasta or Madhyasta Shakti means the middle, in the middle energy. We're spiritual, but we're so small that we can either be controlled by the spiritual or the material. So when we're controlled by the material, that's through all the, this different lust. So then we got to bring the lust under control. Bring down the fever, bring down the... So you just tell people they can't do it on their own. That's why you have big kirtans and festivals and then they chant a lot and automatically, uh, they, they, you know, even without them knowing it, it's not a good plan. They've engaged their senses in Krishna's service, and they feel happy. 
I was at this Krasinski festival where the Bhakti Ringo Vinda Maharaj, where there's like 300,000, 400,000 people. And he chants all night from 11 o'clock at night until 4 or 5 in the morning. There's maybe 5,000 people, 10,000 people chanting with them and dancing. Some of them in their swimming suits and different outfits. And, and these are just people, many of the people, there's maybe 400 devotees and 5,000, 10,000 just people that walk off the street. So one uh, time after this uh, chanting, the next morning, you have Mangal Arti in the morning, then everyone goes to sleep. So chant all night, Mangal Arti in the morning, my normal program. It's usually the opposite. So then they get up again at about 9, 10 o'clock, you start chanting a japa for the next day. It's a really amazing program. So this couple came up to me and answered the guy, asked the question. I said, sure, no problem. I'm a translator in Russian. So then they said, you know, we joined into your singing last night and we were singing with you for five, six hours with your group. And uh, we realized that we never felt happier in our whole life. Yeah, but we, wanted, we didn't know what the heck we were singing. <laughs> we, we, we were singing and we don't know what does it mean and what is this. So that was like Nityananda's and Lord Chaitanya's process to give people so much ecstasy. Then after they said, wow, that was great. What is this? I want to do this all the time. Sometimes we make it so hard for people to tell them all the rules and regulations and this and that, you know, I'm not going to do all that. Then we scare people away. Instead, you just have a big kirtan, let everybody sing and dance, get so ecstatic. Then they say, wow, I want to be this happy all the time. And then, you know, gradually once they get attached to it, then you start, they realize that, well, if you really want to get this level of happiness all the time, you got to gradually give up your smoking and this and that. Otherwise, you get that happiness and you do some material thing and you bring your consciousness down. What people normally do to so-called get high actually brings you down in spiritual life. And so, if you want to stay spiritually flying and, you know, do the things that are going to bring you down. case, then one could surmise or argue that if we are eternally individual, then theoretically we could also be considered to be self-existent uh, and uh, self-created. Right? How is this, I mean, what is the Krishna conscious view of this point? Yes, Krishna says, my one says, you know, look, and you know, Buddhists are like, oh, living entities are like part and parcel. Although, as long as Krishna existed, we're also a part of it. We're also a Christian. But, but we are a part of Krishna. 
not have an independent existence. They do not have an independent existence. Separate from Krishna. How is it possible to be individual but not independent? Individual means that Krishna explains in the Bhagavad Gita chapter again that we are conscious of our body. We're conscious of what's going on in our body. But we're not aware of what's going on in somebody else's body. Mm -hmm. So that we have, like where Krishna has universal consciousness, and he's aware of what's going on in everybody's body, everybody's consciousness. Suitcase. One. Suitcase. Mm -hmm. My little suitcase. Yeah, okay. This is a pause play. This An adapter. Adapter that will go from that British uh, plug to European. Uh, the grey uh, suitcase? Yes. The uh, maybe in the hard suitcase. Yeah. yeah. It's not locked. It's locked. Zero sixty. Where's the key? That's it's a number lock. Zero sixty. What's that? What's the number? Zero six zero. Part of the guys here giving me a hard time. Behind here there were a lot of ladies and guys chanting. She was also chanting and dancing. <laughs> this is a band from Czech Republic. This is like, I don't know, it's like why are you trying to preach in the hellish planets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're nice kids. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody recognize himself? <laughs> I think it's more like a friend making program. <laughs> it's the middle of the day now. Picked up. So many people want to get their faces painted, become gopis. In one day, they cover like something like 1,500 people. <laughs> Sometimes they take a break, you know. It's like... This is a beautiful dance ensemble called Sham. Some of these girls are from Birmingham and UK, and some are from South Africa, and some are from Poland. She's from Poland. I think, I don't know, they're either from uh, South Africa or from Birmingham. Birmingham also does show. Indian musician. Alright. Who's that? I don't know, I didn't catch his name. 
Yeah, they're all accomplished positions, apart from me. Yeah, Prabhupada said, 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 Yeah, Here's my friendly group. <laughs> they want some action. actually. They said for two hours I had the place packed like this. Mm -hmm. Trina Mars is pretty healthy. She's the last stage manager. We also have a pretty packed tent, what do you think? Yeah. How many people are in there? At least a thousand. Three thousand. Four thousand. Three thousand. Three thousand. I think one minute. I know they say fifty, but I even don't have any. Maharaj got a little carried away, I don't know, he started drinking water there. Uh, it started getting really heavy, I don't know why he started preaching like fire and brimstone or something. So something came over him. He started throwing beer bombs at him. Hare <laughs> Krishna. Prasipalada <laughs> said, why is he antagonizing him? They threw up your can and he said, it's not my flavor, why don't you just you know, like... They threw so they started all throwing their beer cans at <laughs> That's the only time I ever heard it. I said, Maharaj, what did you do that for? I don't know, something came over me. <laughs> Brother Nath from the uh, shelter band. Mm. The secretary went on the main stage. Shelter band. Wow. Oh. Okay. Here's what there. That looks like 50,000 people. This three, four hundred. This the three or three hundred thousand supposed to be there. That looks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Krishna 10 and they play on the main stage too. I want to get some of the next year too, where everybody else see the health requirement you gotta have plastic. Plastic is pure. Right? <coughs> Yeah. 
Under Sakya Raj, he's come and come to the Ratiyatra, my Raj. Huh? Sakya Raj, he's gonna come for our Ratiyatra. Okay. Maybe spiritually, if I get if I get some special blessing, it's up here. <laughs> You know, don't know what I said, but it's like really stressful, you know, for the devotees that work working all night, all day. After a while, it gets pretty tough. So just go around and wait for the night. I think I'm going to wait. Hadi, yeah, I can't go. Yeah? I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. There it is. Come on, let's see. Push on a break here. This never ends. People just keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> Counting up the points and they charge them. People like it. I mean, there were 100,000 plates of prasadi distributed. Sham dancers. Salty, six uh, yogurt, and six condensed milk. Name flavors, and then three other one of each. I guess so. What's that festival? Pani Hati Festival, flat rice, yogurt, mm -hmm. 
That's my poor Vashra mother. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.